Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're for your NIV, we're in Ecclesiastes 4, 1 through 12. And then we're for your ESV, we're gonna go to Genesis 44, 1 through 34. And then Mark 16, 1 through 20. Let's go ahead and read your, read the scripture. Oppression, toil, friendly friendlessness. Again I look and saw looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comfort, have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comfort, and they have no comforter. And I declared that the dead who had already died are happier than the living who are still alive, but better than both is he who has not yet been, who has not seen the evil that is done under the sun. And I saw that all labor and all achievement spring from man's envy at his neighbor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. The fool folds his hands and ruins himself. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom I, I am toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of employment? And why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? The two is meaningless and miserable business. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend helps can help him up. But pity the the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they have they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Advancement is meaningless. Better poor but wise youth than an old but foolish king who no longer knows how to take a warning to, to take warning the youth may have come from prison to the kingship or he may have been born in poverty within his kingdom i saw that all who lived and all walked under the sun followed the youth the king's successor there was no end to all the people who were before them but those who came later were not pleased the successor, this too, is meaningless, and the chasing after the wind. Let's go ahead and head to your uh, NIV reading. All right, so now this is your ESV reading. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Then he commanded the steward of his house, fill the men's sack with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. And put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, with his money from the grain. And he did as Joseph told him. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away with their donkeys. They had gone only, only a short distance from the city. Now Joseph said to his steward, Up, follow after the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is it not from this that my Lord drinks 
and by this that he practices practices divination, you have done evil in doing this. When he overtook them, he spoke to them these words. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold the money that we found in the in the mouths of our sacks we belong we brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? Whichever of your servants is found with with it shall die, and we also with, will be my Lord's servants. He said, Let it be as you say. He was he who found it he who is found by it shall be be my servant, and the rest of you shall be innocent. Then each man quickly lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his his sack. As he reached, as he searched, and he searched, beginning with the eldest and the, ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and every man loaded his donkey, and they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there. They fell before him to the ground. Joseph said to the to them, "What deed is this that you have done? Do you, do you not know that a man like me can indeed practice divination?" And Judah said, "What shall we say to my lord? What shall we speak? Or how can we clear ourselves? God has found out the guilt of your servants. Behold, we are my lord's servants, both we and he also in those." in whose hand the cup has has been found. But he said, Far be it from that me that I should do so. Only the man in whose hand the cup was found shall be my servant. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah went up and to him and said, O my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not my anger burn against your servant. For you... And let not your anger burn against your servant, for you are like Pharaoh himself. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And he said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a young brother, the child of his old age. His brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother's children, and his father loved him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, and I that I may set my eyes on him. We Lord, we said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father should die. Then, the, then you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down from with you, you shall not see my face again. When he went back to your servant, my father, he told him the words of my Lord. And when our father said, Go back, go again, buy us a little food. We said, we cannot go down. And our youngest brother goes with us, then we will go down. For we cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One left me, and, and I said, Surely he has been born to peace. He has been torn to pieces. And I have never seen him since. If you take this one also from me and harm happens to to him, you will bring down my gray hairs 
and evil to Sheol. Now therefore, as soon as I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, then as he his life is bound up in the boy's life, as, as soon as he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die, and your servants will bring down the gray hairs of your servant or father, which sorrow to, to Sheol. For your servant became a pledge of safety for the boy to, to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then I shall bear the blame before my father all my life. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the boy as a servant to my Lord, and let the boy go back with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? I fear to see the evil that would find my father. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, we are concluding with the book of Mark today. Today we're in Mark chapter 16, 1 through 20. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Resurrection. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb, and they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from a, for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You see Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he has gone before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Just as he told you, and they went out and fled from the tomb, for, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Okay, so, some, please note, some of the earlier earliest manuscripts do not include uh, Mark 16, 9 through 20. That's actually written here in the, uh, among the scripture. Okay, so Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Now when he rose up on the third day, on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. But when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. Jesus appears to two disciples. After these things, he appeared in another form to two of them, and they were walking into the country, and they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe them. The Great Commission. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves, and they were as they were reclining at the table, and he rebuked them from for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. 
They will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God, and they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. Let's go ahead and... And close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for who you are. Thank you for um, your Holy Spirit, for helping us to spread your gospel. We pray that you continue to do so. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.